0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Girl Boss Radio from Panoply. I'm Sophia Amoruso, the founder of NastyGal.com, the author of the New York Times best-selling book Girl Boss, and the author of Nasty Galaxy, a beautiful, fully illustrated, linen-bound, colorful book with everything from how-to's to a trip inside my house and my closet to Q and A's with different girl bosses who inspire me. You can reserve your signed copy today at NastyGal.com/book. On this podcast, I interview a different woman who's carved out a path for herself. We trace her from her first job to how she got to where she is today to extract solid advice for our listeners who are doing the same with their lives. To stay in touch with all things Girl Boss, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Girlboss. I hope Girl Boss Radio helps you to achieve your goals or at the very least provides some amount of inspiration for you. So... Help us to achieve our goals. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and share your love on social media. We recently made it into the top 100 on iTunes. We've been in the top 50, but we aren't there every week. And with your help, we can get there. Today's guest is author and YouTube star Glozell Green. But first, it's Liz Carey. She's back again to make you laugh and cry and laugh at her and cry for yourself and cry because, well, just
1: crying. Sometimes you have to stop laughing. It's period week. Hi, Liz. Hi. Yeah,
0: it's been period week, hasn't it? Yeah.
1: <gasps> Whatever. I had my mom wrote me a note this it, week. Your mom? <laughs> I was like, can you write me a life note? Oh. Yeah. And so you just bailed a life? I've just been showing up at work with my like a post-it from my mom that says, please excuse Elizabeth. She has PMS. Yeah, I should get one of those for like every person in my Yeah, life. my mom will write you one. Um, lunatic. Um, Happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. I've been married for a year. How's that working out? Good. I got a little overexcited when I saw you with a glass of wine.
0: I did drink some wine. Whoops. I went 50 days without drinking and then, you know what? Our one year came around <laughs> and I said, I'm going to have some wine. And Celebrate! Yeah, and, um, and then I drank again later in the week mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh my God. I managed to slam my finger in a door and like make it to a strip club. Are you drunk Within now? one week of starting to drink, no. Do I seem drunk? <laughs> I'm a little sleepy. I bit the side of my face today, so I feel like I'm talking like. <laughs> Can you imagine just going from 50 face. days
1: sober to like welcome to girl ba- boss, boss cat girl. <laughs> Is this
0: uh, welcome what? to the radio
1: show? Is this the AM or the FM? <laughs> I'm back on the sauce.
0: Yep, yeah, I'm back on the sauce, or I was back on the sauce. I know I'm off the sauce. I'm back on the.
1: I saw your kombucha.
0: Quinoa. Yeah, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, one year. Good. Good. It's been a good year. All good things. It's been a long year. It has been a long Just year. Just in general. This heat's killing me. Oh, it's really hot in LA now. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. It's melting hot. I literally felt getting into my car that I was sizzling because mm-hmm. I put some coconut oil on. You know me and yeah, this. because your dress is so sexy. Yeah really sexy father's day always a real winner for me oh yeah (laughs) man Um, bad dad no yeah call your dad no (laughs) (laughs) i called my stepdad who's awesome oh cool you can't win at everything in life but uh yeah sometimes you get one or the other sometimes you're lucky and you get both
0: or sometimes you have to be your own dad sometimes you you wish yourself
1: happy father's day yeah sometimes you got to be a single mom and you got to just handle it all Mm -hmm. did you talk to your dad
0: I did. I called him and sent him, like, some wine.
1: Aww. Yeah, he's
0: a happy camper.
1: Oh, good. Uh Oh, good. My husband
0: didn't text or call his dad, and I was like, dude. Really? Yeah, and they're, like, super close. But he was like, yeah, my parents don't really care. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, everybody cares. So I texted his dad. Some people are
1: really mellow about that.
0: They're total, yeah, total mellow family. My mom is, like... Don't forget to call your Snapchat.
1: Oh, yeah. I get I get notes like weeks in oh, advance my on everything. Jeez, Mom. In so two formal. two weeks, it's your cousin Jennifer's birthday. <laughs> One Mom, week. I love you. I know you're listening. I, I, <laughs> I love, love you, love too.
0: You. I love you, too. So I announced on Twitter we're partnering with Prudential oh, yeah. on something called the 401k race, which I'm really excited about. It's such a cute name. So it's like 4.01 miles and it's in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl in September on September 17th. And everyone who signs up for the race is going to be – <clears throat> taking something called the 1% pledge, which means that they're pledging to save just 1% more of their income. Um, I need and to do s- that. Just kind of really about educating people, educating women on yeah. saving for retirement and saving in general and how to do it and how to do it right and um, what happens to your money if you don't invest it even just in a savings account. Yeah. So, so I'm super excited to have them as a partner, and we'll be doing some special episodes.
1: Just That's a great cent- idea, centering around saving. I could use a lesson on that. Cool. Well, you'll be in on it. Should we be working out? Four miles sounds like a lot.
0: Um, you can walk, and you can cartwheel. You could totally just roll on your side the whole way.
1: What if you? So ran. it's a race,
0: but you could walk. What I'm if, going. I'm going to be there.
1: I was going to say, what if you ran and pushed me in like a baby Bjorn stroller? That would
0: be funny. We could totally do it. I don't know if they allow wheels.
1: <laughs> Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. In Pasadena. Yeah. I'm going to wear- September
0: 17th, Prudential 401k Come race. on. All right. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. We started shooting Girl Boss oh, on yeah, Netflix today, uh, this morning. It's and very exciting. I was there. There was a fucking director's chair with my <gasps> name on it. That's always exciting. That was so exciting. So exciting. I'm saving like every scrap of paper that says like executive yeah, producer Anna, I'm not, I will no be. No way. No way. No way. I'm I not that. Be.
1: How'd that happen? Pretty soon you'll have like a wall of- Of the backs of your chairs in your office.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh I'm going to save all my chairs. Save them. I'm going to take it home every day and take it back. Just kidding.
1: (laughs) No, but we've been working
0: on getting the the wardrobe and hair and styling, everything right, all the music and culture references, because I really want it to be good.
1: It's weird that it takes place in 2006, because I still think it's 2006. Oh, yeah. Because that's the year I had Waylon. so I'm always like, it's 2006. Six.
0: in some ways i feel like when something big happens in your life you kind of you kind of leave off there like yeah i left off with my music taste <laughs> in like 2006 yeah. like when i started the business i was just like oh shit i don't have time to download music no. anymore i i like all this stuff
1: yeah so. this is great i mean my style's evolved but Mine hasn't. in
0: so many ways like my interests and my personalities changed We're both Um, still
1: in 2006. That's crazy. We're both still in. That's like explaining so so much. That's so weird. That's why we get along. We're decade. We're decade. We're a decade out of it, and we're forefronting. We're forefronting. (laughs) Is that? (laughs) That's the new word. We're just fronting, Liz. We're just straight fronting. We're just straight fronting. (laughs) Um, That's going on. I went to a fancy ball. I went oh, to you, a ball. You went to
0: a ball in a yellow
1: gown. You know. I went to a ball in a dress uh, for my friend. Her name's Rebecca Zane. Did you shave your pits? I shaved my pits. I shaved my arms. Um, the, vo- sh- <laughs> the accents are really kind of <laughs> evolving. They're really great, <laughs> yeah. huh? Especially when you're talking about a nice charity. Did you uh, shave your ankles? I shaved my ankles. It was a real nice night. A lot of ladies in dresses. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's a nice... Uh, it's a charity thing. It's a charity they do every year called the Butterfly Ball. Oh, the butt... So, yeah. I like the butt ball better. The butt ball would be good, and that's, I think, something I'll bring up to her. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, they, uh, they, they get uh, homeless people working again. Cool. And Rebecca's What's the, the real, charity called? It's called Chrysalis. Oh, cool. Like and the Butterfly? Like the butterfly, and you can still make a donation now. Oh my god, that really
0: motivates me. But um, thanks. So Liz. don't be so lazy. Yeah, Liz is good with the. Can you tell our listeners what their deal is in that voice? <laughs> Let's do it. No, today. please <laughs> don't. Oh, sign
1: up now and Go, boss. <laughs> oh wow. Um, Somebody's green. Okay, sheet. this show's about to get a lot more intelligent. Don't you worry. Trump, Trump, Hillary, Trump. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment. (laughs) Tell me about a girl boss moment. I had a girl boss moment. Okay, (laughs) let's get into the girl boss moment. So every week, you know, you guys hashtag in on Twitter and Instagram, your girl boss moments to tell us that time of your week where you felt like you owned your own, where you owned your life.
1: Yeah. tell me about your girl boss moment. It was funny because I called Sophia for advice because sometimes somebody here can be a little bit of a hothead. (laughs) Uh And um, I occasionally do this sort of – teaching engagement based on my Chelsea lately career my comedy career it's helping improvers mm-hmm. um get on their improv uh heels if you will ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. anyway there's a paycheck involved and the class was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and i wanted a little raise <laughs> they're going to riot <laughs> the students well they're super sweet they're uh, they're awesome and I love to give them all my attention and um yeah I asked for raise and they uh wanted me to do a lot of public promotion for them which I didn't feel like Mm-mm. was something that was helping the students or helping anyone yep. I love teaching them and they got real saucy about it and I called Sophia and I said am I being a hothead by saying no because I just feel a little bit Tossed around and mm-hmm. like used up a like little bit. Asking for too much. Yeah. So I said no. And it's not like they fired me. They just made it a really uncomfortable place to work. <laughs> so I lost my job. <laughs> you kind of quit. Well, I kind of quit. But you know what? You kind of have to have a level of self respect, you know when to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. The Got amount to... of
0: headspace I think that gig
1: yeah, was. Got to know um, when to hold up. Taking up for you yeah. um,
0: was more than what it we were bringing home, and yeah. the commute was insane. Yeah. so I just think it's gonna free up your time to do something that's a lot more valuable.
1: As many times a week as I quote Kenny Rogers, <laughs> you mean you just gotta know when to fold them, and you gotta know when to walk away, No when to run. Wow, I don't know that quote. That's <laughs> I love. I love like our foggy like words. Can you and imagine if we did like a weekly Kenny Rogers?
0: He's the guy with the chicken. <laughs> Doesn't he do chicken? Kenny Rogers chicken? I'm serious. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. No, Kenny Rogers does do chicken.
1: Oh, he does the roasters. Don't laugh at me. Oh, okay, they're all okay, like, okay. okay, okay. The joke's got- on who now, <laughs> Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> really- oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh man. What was your moment? Oh gosh. roaster.
0: I think my girl boss moment. <laughs> I always get so esoteric with my girl boss moments. Let me Our- choose a real moment. Okay. My girl boss moment is being on a team for the first time in a decade because there's our Nasty Y'all team Mm -hmm. and that's evolved through the years. And yeah, I have like an outside team. I have like a publicist and there's like other people that I work with that I could call a team, but it's not like we're all working towards the same thing every single day. we They have different clients and I'm like one of their clients. This is like I'm part of a culture that has producers and writers. It's so fun and exciting, right? you know, set people and, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. So, yeah, I think the coolest thing about Girl Boss on Netflix is being part of this team. And then also just being witness to the creation of jobs that, you know. That's so cool. That's that's part of it. And, like, one of the actors just moved to L.A. eight months ago and, like, is, like, 28 and has been, like, You know, did some acting school, but her parents wouldn't let her get a BFA. She wanted to get a Bachelor of Fine Arts, but they were like, no, 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 you have to get a Bachelor of Arts because it's more general. We don't know if you're talented or, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's what they said, but I mean, this is just a girl who just read a script in a room like many people was not cast because she's done a bunch of really known things, just plucked out of dozens and dozens of of, of girls. Let me tell
1: you. It happens. It happens. It totally happens. Meanwhile, you know, so, well, I booked a part as like a chicken on Comedy Central. A chicken? Not a chicken. Just a chick. But right. I get it. It's We're lot... into chicken today, huh? We look. It's a chicken. Monday. Well, I did, did eat
0: chicken for lunch. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, just seeing that all of those those things you hear about Hollywood yeah. kind of actually happening. They do happen. I'm like, I'm like, hey, dude, how out of your mind are you right now? Right? She's like, I have no. I'm like. And people are like, sorry, we, like, made you go through so much hair and makeup tests. And she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. She's like, like whatever. I don't care what you – I'm standing around and you're touching my hair yeah. and I'm getting paid for it. That's amazing. Done. So it's just cool to see, like, people's dreams come true yeah. and to be a part of it.
1: <laughs> you're, like, standing there in your fairy dress, like, bing, bing. Bing. It's not really me. I made the soil. Yeah. That's it. You fertilized it. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know. Forget it. We're going into a real – Anyway, that was my girl last moment.
0: The moment. So you guys, every week – Tweet and Instagram in your girl boss moments, which is the time
1: of your week where you felt like you owned your own life. And Shaya, okay, Shaya, Shaya, talking careers. And someone said I should just (laughs) marry rich. And I replied with, quote, or I could just be the rich one. Girl boss moment. Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Marrying rich is like, I don't know, qualifying humans based on their socioeconomic status when it comes to love. I think it's fucking
1: weird. Christina B at Christina Lazaro paid 12K cash for a new Xerox printer to upgrade my business. Man, that's That's really great. I just had
0: no idea that's how much they were. It's probably like a commercial grade printer, like one where she could just do like really large scale stuff. Good
1: for you. High volume. Yeah. Haley
0: Middleton at Haley H says, aced two tests this week and rewarded myself with a new dress from Nasty Gal. Girl boss moment.
1: I want that. That's a girl boss
0: moment for me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. everyone here at Nasty Gal.
1: Anna Broadway, the first geotag for Snapchat I've ever designed, just went live, and I feel like a proud new mom or something. Hashtag PR problems. Hashtag girl boss moment. That seems very cool at Anna Broadway. Ooh, Anna Broadway. What a cool name. Do
0: you think that's her real
1: name? Ooh, Anna Broadway. I don't know. Um, Melinda Smith at girly geek, SoCal, Um, went from hashtag imposter syndrome to rocking this consulting gig. I even sound knowledgeable. What? Girl boss moment. Keating
0: Bartlett at Keating & Co. says, 2 a.m. and I'm making some big decisions for the future of my business.
1: First order of business, I need an intern.
0: Just make sure you treat them well and maybe pay them unless they're getting college credit.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is a a good one. (laughs) Enamor Design House at Enamor Design Style overcame my nervousness and gave a speech to audience of 500. Girl boss moment.
0: Boom. That's a lot of people. Totally. Ooh. Shivani Persad says, at Live Shiv... I decided to start my own podcast.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. Cool. I didn't even start my own. I had Panoply to help me do it. Yeah. A lot of work. Sherilyn Orr, at Sherilyn Orr, sending the quote for contract work, which I worried was too high, and it's getting approved immediately.
0: Oh, my gosh. Look at this one. She who must not be named at Chicha13 says, my girl boss moment, finishing a 220-kilometer two-day bike ride to conquer cancer. I fell at the finish line like a boss.
1: Yeah, you did. That's a long bike ride. Boom. How many miles is that? I don't really know. I don't know. It's like six inches. (laughs) Wait. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. I could just be reading out loud here, but I just see this funny. Emily underscore August. Before I wash my bridesmaid hair, I just (laughs) want to enjoy it. (laughs) Worked all today on a Sunday, and I just need to selfie about how badass you have to be to be a freelancer. The Jersey girl hair is just an added bonus. Um, oh yeah.
0: Like I get it. When you're having a good hair day, you nice want to like Yeah, I'm using yesterday's hair day. Right Are now. you? Yeah, it smells. Um Danny Quatang Clark at Danny Quatang says, definitely had a girl boss moment today, trekking up to the Bronx to make my first wholesale order.
1: Congratulations. Free! Wow, we got a lot of moments. Um, a lot of girl boss moments. Emily Brunda at M Brunda Reserved Girl Boss parking at Universal Studios. Vigilio underscore awake. (laughs)
0: Basically, this girl applied to so many universities because she just didn't know what she wanted. She was even more confused when she was accepted to all those universities. (laughs) Then she was offered seven great athletic scholarships to play volleyball. More anxiety, but this is the offer she was waiting for. The process took longer than we hoped, but the smile says it all. It is finally official. After the final interview with an Army colonel, Maggie has signed and accepted the Minuteman... Army Reserve Scholarship with Seattle University's ROTC program. This is huge. Only two given out this year for Seattle University ROTC. Four-year full-ride scholarship. That's amazing. Congratulations, Maggie. So that's Maggie. Way to go. Maggie, you're cute. All right, Liz, thanks for being here. I'll thanks see for you when it's time to talk Smell about you later. advertisements. Glozell Green is a YouTube sensation who has well over 6 million subscribers and as many as 20 million views per video. She's interviewed the likes of President Obama and presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, all while wearing her signature green <laughs> lipstick, which she's wearing here today. Her new book, Is You Okay?, traces her journey from pursuing theater in Florida to her first YouTube upload in 2008 and much more. Welcome, Glozell. Yeah. Oh my God. Is you okay? Is it, you good? Cause I wanted to know. I know. I was going to ask you the same. I'm pretty good. <laughs> it's like warm outside. Warm. That's an understatement girl. I it's, Honey. I mean, it's disgusting, but I kind of love it. Thanks for being here, but you didn't Thank have to you. come very far. You live in LA. Yes, I do. And so it's not that far. Been here for a long time.
2: Yes. Yeah, since uh, 2003. Amazing. Uh huh. Yeah. That was like one, two, two husbands ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What was your first job? What was my first job? My first job was playing the piano, and I played for weddings and funerals, churches, any kind of event. Amazing. So a lot of people don't know that I play the piano, but i have a BFA in musical theater you do. from the University of Florida. Go Gators. Um, they're green. Yeah, they're green. <laughs> yeah, playing the piano. From there, when was it that you started getting into stand-up? I started getting into stand-up. In Orlando. But the comedy clubs would be like, okay, we'll have a comedy night at a club. Now, here in California or in New York, they have comedy clubs. It's comedy every night. They take it seriously. So I knew that I had to come to California to really pursue that because all of the shows that I watched, they were stand-up comics getting shows. It was the Ellen DeGeneres and Roseanne Barr, Jerry Seinfeld. Ray Romano. So it wasn't just actors. They were now shifting into stand-up people, telling their stories, which is what I did. And now they parlayed into doing shows.
0: Did that pay the bills? Were you working while you were doing stand-up in L.A.? Well, that's
2: where the husband
0: before last Uh came in. Oh, okay. You know,
2: so he had a job. That's nice. But then he left. But thank goodness, because I would have...
0: How hard would you really work when you didn't have to work that hard? I I wonder about that.
2: Yeah, so... And you,
0: know, you have been in comedy for a long time.
2: I've been in comedy. It depends on who you ask. If you ask my mom my whole life. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? So people are like, you're funny. You're funny. But I was just really telling people what was happening in my life. And like, oh, my gosh. No, that... 't really happen. So then I started doing stand-up, but my stand-up was just stories about what happened, you know uh-huh. in that week or whatever was going on. So and that's where I got started.
0: Yeah. where did you get the confidence to stand in front of a crowd
2: of people? I do not have the confidence. I make myself do it. I work through it, you yeah. know, like backstage before I go on stage. Yeah. you know, I'm like, oh my God. why did I do this? Uh, you know I have like a list breakdown yeah, in my head, totally. And then when I get on stage, it's like, okay, you know these people came to see you. You better get it together. And I, I'm good. Well, do you, most of the time, you don't do no.
0: Stand up anymore.
2: I have done a little bit, but for the most part, no. And I don't plan. I, I uh-huh. like improv, and that's another part of the anxiety. So if I was real cool before the show, then I would think something was wrong. Yeah. Like I got to be like, oh, I can't eat. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Well, what's nice about being
0: able to just go and perform is that you probably don't have to edit your videos very much.
2: Right. My first thousand videos are not edited at all because I'm just talking about the day or whatever or killing myself eating cinnamon or something like that. I know. I've seen that video. Since I've been traveling a lot now and I've got people, you Uh know, you get people. So some of the things are more edited. So it doesn't take. You know.
0: Totally. So let's talk about the beginning. Let's talk about okay. how you found YouTube. Um, right. What were you doing before YouTube? You've been okay. on YouTube for what, like a decade? Yeah, oh, my gosh. No, like eight years? You're
2: about right, because people do say, oh, my gosh, I grew up with you. And I'm like, what? But <laughs> it's true. Like, if you were yeah. in, like, eighth grade and, you know, you could be out of college or something. I was doing stand-up. Cool. Now then, stand-up is so late at night and you got to valet park and two drink minimum. And I kept getting bumped. After You know, if you get a lot of people to come to the show, then you can get time on stage. Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out what I was going to do. I started going to The Tonight Show Mm -hmm. with Jay Leno every day. And Mm -hmm. I can admit it now that I was obsessed with Jay Leno. Okay, so I went 600, yada, yada. I went 600 times to The Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. And then I was finally brought into the green room like, oh. And, G, this is it. <laughs> and it's the green room. It's Perfect. the green room. And there was, like, these bodyguards there. I'm like, whoa, Jay really knows how to. Wow. Okay. They're going to walk me into, like, his office or something. They're like, you are no longer admitted on this premises. You are banned. So I got banned from The Tonight Show because for- I went only 600 times. That's every day for two years. Why did
0: they ban you? Because, you
2: know, it was before YouTube. It was before blogs. So yeah. people... Didn't really know what I was you doing. You were a
0: reporter. You right. That yeah. just
2: kind of, it took them that long to figure out, she's quota. just crazy. Like, uh, we don't know who she is and she keeps coming. So, you know, we end that. Amazing. But it was the best thing that happened to me because then I started focusing on just doing videos and stuff on my YouTube because I was just writing about the people I met in line at the Tonight Show. That's so funny. I mean, 600, how many hours is each taping? How many hours is each taping? It's about an hour. It's, it's, you know, they tape. To live, you know, it's exactly what you said. I mean, that's yeah. how you
0: become an expert. How do you Right, think, I didn't even know. Yeah, how do you think witnessing the production of a late night show that exactly. has, you know, sketch involved with it and exactly right. a lot of comedy? How do you and think And the best that... of the best.
2: By the time you get on The Tonight Show, you, you know, you've got your audience. You're doing pretty good. Totally. I've seen everybody, Yeah, you know, in two years at <laughs> The Tonight Show, I free mean, concerts. that's
0: like an MBA in <laughs> entertainment in many ways. Yes, Did I've got that... a degree in Jay Leno.
2: Going to The Tonight Show that many times and meeting so many different people from all walks of life, I had no problem talking to anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, so there was people from different worlds coming to the Tonight Show from different places. And I had hours to talk to all of them. And since I was blogging about it, a lot of them start to know who I was because there was nothing there to say, well, you get your tickets. Where do you eat? Where do you go to the bathroom when you're in the line? People didn't wasn't into the Internet just yet. What was the website called? Glowzill loves Jay oh Wow. No one's never asked me that question. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> it Is really it makes me sound there? extra crazy. Is it
0: still there? Yeah, it's still there. Oh my God. It's still there. Okay. Because that's
2: where I started. And
0: just while we're talking about websites, mm-hmm. you have a website, right? Yes. Yeah,
2: glowzill.com. So follow okay. me at glowzill.com
0: and that's where you that's can- That's super easy. G-L-O-Z-E-L-L. Ch- yeah. yeah. Cool. So you started blogging, Yeah, and I am assuming video was yeah, part of that.
2: Blog, then taking pictures, then taking videos. And I also want to tell people that if you really want to start something, you start something. Because I didn't have a camera. Yeah. I didn't have a computer. Just do it. I had to borrow. There wasn't even, like, Wi-Fi. You had to pay for Wi-Fi at a Starbucks or whatever. I had to find hotspots. Thank you, like, cat dog 124 for your free <laughs> Wi-Fi. Because I'm, like, driving in the neighborhood. Like, oh, I got it. You know, so oh, that's man. how I did it. So, the kids now, y'all got it easier.
0: So, when did you realize that people were actually watching your videos? When I realized that people were
2: actually watching my videos, I was in Costco because I was living off of Crenshaw. I was sleeping on the floor. I hope it was only one mouse that I was talking to, Uh you know. So, a friend of mine had a pass to go to Costco and I would eat the samples (laughs) that I'll be there all day. People like me, like, hey, how you doing? girl started following me, and I was like, oh, what's going on? Uh-oh. She started following me. I was like, oh, it's about to go down. I'm taking off my earrings. Like, we about to have something go down here at Costco. Okay. She comes up to me. I'm like, what? And she's like, may I take a picture with you? Oh, my God. Oh, why? She's like, oh, I saw your video. I'm like, you saw my video? Because YouTube is not what it was now. I just thought I'll put my ideas there, and then one day I'll have a show, you know, and I'll work with Jay Leno and the rest of them Hashtag obsessed at that point. Uh Okay. So that's all I was doing. It wasn't making money. That was it. But when I saw her and she's asking to take pictures, that's when it clicked. Like, this is an audience here. Wow
0: and so that's when they started going viral. what did you yeah. do once you realized people were watching? they were going viral
2: and I wasn't paying attention because Jay little might have been watching this blog you know I was just upload on YouTube and copy on this blog and I was so interested in this one person wow. that I was missing the millions I had uh, my push-up bra helped me get my man back it was up to one million two million three million four yeah. million five and my friend was like do you know you have me I'm like are those real people and I'm looking at the comments and I was like, oh so about time I got banned from the tonight show. And I already built an audience, and that's where I went.
0: Where do you get ideas for what to put on your show?
2: Ideas come from every place, because usually it's life experience. And then some things like the cinema show or whatever, other people have... Tweeted or talked about, you know, like I could talk about the Kardashians forever and ever. They're always in the news, you know, and everybody knows who they are. Mm-hmm. But then you can also talk about, okay, well, my grandma did this and blah, blah. You know, my mom was getting some stamps. I'm like, why are you getting stamps? She's just like I need to send out these emails. I'm like, oh you my don't, god, woman, you the don't. You, so people are like, what? I'm like, this is. I have a lot of stories about my mom. What in well, my book? Yeah. How many videos have you done today? I've got over 2,000 videos up. Yeah, because when I started, I was doing every day. I'm like, okay, this happened today. This happened today. Let me just talk about the day. I figured you can talk about two or three minutes every day and make it funny. How often do you post
0: now? I post every Thursday and Friday on GloZell One. Make sure you check it out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. And how did you figure out Thursdays and Fridays? Are people just on their computers or they're going into the weekend? Well, it's
2: different for different people. But for me, you have your analytics and you Uh look and
0: see, you know, like
2: YouTube does it for you. Yeah. These are the most hits that you get this All time these of day. Days yeah, that kind of a thing. Totally. So for me that might be different. Uh-huh. And it changes. Last year it was Monday, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh-huh. But my okay. audience is slowly getting older and younger. Mm. You know, so, yeah, totally. so so it's parents now and the kids after school as opposed to kids just doing class that's kind like, of a thing. It's like a dream audience. Yeah, this because a me. lot of people their audience gets younger Covers or everyone. audience but yeah, because you know, I was strictly just kids. And then the, I interviewed the president. Thank you. Uh, and, yeah. Oh, and the future president, hashtag I'm with her.
0: Cool. So, how do you use that data? You know, you chose Thursdays and Fridays. When I was on eBay, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a certain day where it was better to put auctions live because we assumed people were sitting at their computers and a better day for the auctions to end because we knew they'd be there to bid last minute. And it's not that different and data can go really, really deep, but you don't always (laughs) need to go that deep. How much does what performs influence what you choose to do In your
1: videos.
2: Okay. At first, it didn't matter. I was doing whatever I wanted to. And I still do whatever I want to. However, I do listen to my fans. Like, why don't you talk about this? Why don't you talk about that? Like, the cinnamon challenge was something that I, I was only doing things that I thought of. I didn't think of the cinnamon challenge. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I was putting it off. It made no sense to me. Like, people have done it.
1: Who cares? So your
0: your fans were suggesting Mm -hmm. that you That I die. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And so tell us what the cinnamon challenge is for the one person in the country (laughs) that hasn't watched this video with 50 million hits. Yes. It is when you take
2: cinnamon, you put it in your mouth. And so the video, the whole video is like, follow me here, follow me there. Because I was like, this video is going to be stupid. What's so challenging about cinnamon? It makes no sense. It ended up being the biggest video I've ever done. Did you?
0: It seems really hard to swallow cinnamon. Um... Well, Exactly.
2: You know, I wasn't thinking that. I was like, Oh thank cinnamon, sweet, well, uh, you know. So I talk about all my craziness in my book, Is You Okay? Yeah. And Oh, I, I want to turn that into like a hug and kissing game because, you know, people hate it when you're like, in my book. But if you, you get to kiss somebody <laughs> every time I say, in my book. That's so, cool. Yeah.
0: I'm. It's been two years since mine came out and I'm just starting to be like, um, you can't work for me unless you've read my book. or like, I know, that's I'm right. I'm sorry. There's no job interview unless you read my book. I know, that's right. Um, Even when I'm interviewing people like for assistance, I'm like, my
2: book is there. And I, it's so much information. So when someone's like. You know what? I really enjoyed the story on page blah blah blah. Even if you just checked out that story, I'm totally. like, thank you. You yeah. most likely to get a job sheet outside right now.
0: Totally. Just yeah. doing a little bit of research. Just a little people- bit. So far. So some people say that to be a real mm-hmm. celebrity mm-hmm. or public personality, mm-hmm. you have to be a character in some ways that people can dress up for on halloween wow i've heard that just from like, you
2: are really good because yes because i'm like did you get <laughs> i don't know how you would have gotten that nose, but that's true that's where the green came in from because yeah. people wanted to dress up like oh me? really <laughs> yes and okay. I, I if you look at the cinnamon child i'm not wearing green green is my name yeah and so i started wearing green and then people like oh i could wear green and i can get my little curly weave or whatever and then totally. the green lipstick and then it, that click that's the whole
0: I've just heard that from, like, Hollywoody people but where it's so like, true. you know, you can dress up as Michael Jackson. Right. You can dress up as maybe Justin Bieber. I don't know. But Boy. when I had, like, a bob yes. and the bangs <laughs> – People that will, happened a few times. Yeah, people were was like, like Oh you. no, I better change my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have like Anna Winters' haircut forever. So, but it's not a bad thing. It's actually no. a, a really good thing. If so, that's
2: your brand. You kind of get stuck. Like you know, if you yeah. change your hair, people are like <laughs> if oh, I they wear get different like lipstick, a super upset I was because blonde. I feel because <laughs> they want to <laughs> take pictures and they want the person that they see. Yeah. You know, so totally. when I wear green lipstick, it doesn't matter what I'm doing outside of going to the bathroom. You can come up to me and take a picture. If I don't have it on, don't talk to me. Do you? I'm just
0: really? That's funny. It's like green my, means it's go. My, it's my like on button. Yeah. Do you wear it every day? I do wear it every day. Pretty much every day. Yeah. Cool. You pull this, it off so well. Thank you. Thank Do you, you Have you divulged who makes your green? Is it a combination of things? It is, is a it?
2: combination of things because now people give me green lipstick and it doesn't really I mean, it's matter. It's like
0: metallic. It's like looking at LeMay or but something. Thank you. Thank you. I just go to Michael's. Really? glitter. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah, like so in, inedible right. lip color. Right. I need colors. to make it
2: sound fancy. LeMay <laughs> You oh, know, my, my lipstick couleur. is by but it's just craft
0: green, green in French, Verde. Michael's <laughs> Miguel That's Verde joke. Verde. Yes, cool. Okay, so you've interviewed President Obama, and I think and he is, smelled good. Did he smell good? He yes, looks he like he did he'd smell good. That man smelled good. Yeah. Was it like a human smell? Like you're no you smell good as a human, or like you're wearing a nice fragrance? He
2: smelled like sandalwood and power.
0: Oh shit, power. That's nice.
2: I am mm, just going back there. Cause you're supposed to stand up, shake his hand, it's a thing. and sit when what I stood up and all of a sudden my hands just went around. I just embraced all uh-huh. of them. I'd give him a really big hug. And so I was hugging and he's like, oh, you can let go. I was like, oh. He said that? Yes. Oh cause my God. it was just like, cause in the middle, I was like, what am I doing? Let go. But I wasn't let. I was just. Oh. Were you nervous? Not so much because I knew that he couldn't help with me. When you've done stand up, Uh You know, like, I know he's not going to be, you know, throwing tomatoes or nothing at me. Yeah. And it was live. So by then you had to realize you already messed up. I'm in the White House right now. Totally. You know, I just wanted to get a a selfie. I didn't really care about anything else.
0: Did you have to do a bunch of research just about what it is that you wanted to interview him about? Or did you just research? No. You just uh, interviewed him about whatever the hell you wanted. Of
2: course. And what subject has he not talked about? I
0: would be afraid. You know, if I ever interview Hillary, which I'd love to do. I have. I I know I I would be like, I need to become the foremost expert on all of the shit that I'm not. And I feel like I should be more educated. Like, why am I doing woman?
2: She's a woman. I mean, there's different things that you could talk to her about. For me, I have a daughter coming. And so she's like, oh, congratulations. Like, congratulations on being grandmother. And so that's what we talked about. I don't know anything about the world's problems. Really? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking that's why they picked me because I'm not going to go deep. We just go have a good time. That's it. Get My their personality out on the table. Exactly.
0: Yeah, which nobody really people want to know what the president smelled like. They, don't really. they can find out everything else in the news. We're going to tweet about Obama's scent. Is later. It okay? Um, Sorry, Michelle. (laughs) With YouTube, when was it that you realized that you might be able to make money off of advertising?
2: Well, at first, I thought I was going to make money because someone will see me and put me on a show or put me in a commercial or something like that. That's what my thought was. And then Google kind of like, hey, you know what? That video is doing pretty good. You want some money for that? If we just go ahead and put some ads in front of that job. Okay. That's what they said in front of that job. I'm, I'm like, sure. Wow. That'd be great. I remember when I got a check for $10, I was like, I don't know if this is real money. I don't know what. $10 yeah, it was like $10. I was like, I don't know. And then the check's running in. But there's different ways to make money from the internet, uh from YouTube videos. One, let's say I'm wearing a shirt and it's got like a alligator swish or whatever on it. And that way I'm advertising mm-hmm. some kind of logo without even saying it. Totally. Two, I can actually say it. Three is, you know, it's just in the background for it's before the video or after the video. Mm-hmm. So there's different ways.
0: What kind of brands have you partnered with and have you done like contests or integrated content?
2: I haven't done that kind of stuff yet. The contest stuff, but I've done audible.com, which oh, happens cool. to, you know, my book is on audible.com nice. and truth anti you know smoking, oh, anti bullying, I've oh, done cool. those type of things. Things that I believe in. Since right now it came to a point where I can pick and choose. There was a time if I was younger, be like, Yeah, sure, I'll do you giving me a dollar, yeah, I'm gonna sing it's and like dance, I you know, will
0: find problems being like, no, you know, it's like and you realize that your time is really valuable.
2: Hello. Your time is very valuable and your brand. My brand is very clean. I'm not yeah. saying that I'm squeaky clean, but my brand is uh-huh. and once I realized how young the people that were watching on the Internet, I just assumed everybody was middle-aged watching me. Middle-aged black woman. That's what I thought was watching me, because uh-huh. that's, that's what I am. But fortunately about the Internet is that you can reach anybody. People that don't even speak English watch me. Because a lot of my stuff is physical, so funny is funny, and you don't have to understand the language. And it's been dubbed so many times. That's why I know that the views on mine doesn't count for however many, because
0: people Dub
2: them and they put them on their channels and all that stuff. So,
0: so tell us about your book. A book is very offline. Well, you yeah,
2: can buy ebooks
0: now, but I do have an ebook form.
2: But what happened was I am a little bit older, hashtag 43. I was brought up on books. So I'm bringing, you know, reading back, you know, That's making great. reading great again. My mom was an educator. So reading is a part of it. Going to the library was a part of it. And old school style, where you had to look up books this way. That's where I want to do a you know a book, and it's very interesting because one of the librarians from my middle school showed me a picture of her reading my book, which is like what you know that's, that, that's amazing to me. Super exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. How long did it take you to write a book? Well, I wrote it this year cool. because it wow. wasn't it
2: wasn't stories made up; it's stories that happened. Same with so mine. it didn't take a long it's time. Not
0: that hard, right? I no, mean, do it you guys if, if you're, you're writing fiction I imagine right. it's really hard exactly. but if you actually have something to say it's not that hard hello preach girl <laughs> yeah. hashtag preach so that means this is a good book <laughs> that, that means that, you not like... struggle to put a book together no, no. those books are hard to read and I'm sure there's a lot of them out there I
2: do feel like it's a good book because I'm reading like the comments and reviews that are coming in yeah. and they're basically story- it's basically like my stand up in a book form of things I just continued just totally. telling stories
0: is it scary to put something that permanent out into the world? Does it feel different than shooting a video? It does feel different because I can't delete.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I can't delete it. I can't take it down. That that part feels different. And also there's parts of the book that I usually keep things very light and funny on my channel because that's what I'm known for. So the book goes a little deeper than that. And that could be uncomfortable when you're not used to ever saying
0: that stuff. Makes you more human and yeah, more, more you. approachable. I talk
2: about in between my husbands and what things that will happen. How long was it in between the husbands? I was like what well, had happened? <laughs> okay, I was married in two thousand one to two thousand three until we moved here, and then I got married in two thousand thirteen again. Mm-hmm. So I talk about the dating scene in California for oh myself my and being a comic, and then just being how do you date port? when
0: people already know who you are and might have seen videos of you? Is that a lot to weed through? Like.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because especially if they want to be an actor, because either they're jealous or there's some kind of competition or they want to use you to get famous or popular themselves. And it's really interesting because since I grew up watching television and film, I consider myself like a person that people kind of know as opposed to a celebrity. Uh-huh. You know, my celebrities were the people who were on film and television, yes. you know, movies and television. But now I have to come to terms with that. I am a celebrity. Yes, yeah, you know, I'm a f-
0: phenom of my own little More thing. people have probably watched you than a lot of people right? that are household names for having shot one show and so many eyeballs on YouTube. I'm so thankful for the Internet. Many, Where would I be? How many views do you have across all your videos? It's
2: over 700 million, something like, like that. What is that? Population? And that's just so that's on like, my channel. You're the people take videos and parts of videos and they put it on their Facebook and it airs
0: on different channels
2: in different places. Absolutely. Mm
0: -hmm. What do you have to say about having been older when Mm -hmm. you became so successful? Mm -hmm. And I think there's just some real value in in having life experiences. a lot is. of, everybody wants everything when they're 20, when they're twenty, Of course, of course. Um, and when it doesn't go like that,
2: then you want to go jump off a cliff because you're thinking like, oh, it's supposed to happen like this. We were the first people on our block to ever have a television set. And here I am on the internet. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that happen that's very different, that brings different things to your life that you can talk about. Now that when you're younger, and I do, I call myself mentoring my little youtubers because a lot of times they get famous real fast and people get throw money at you and you don't know what you do and it's kind of crazy just like other Hollywood stars and you Mm -hmm. like you don't want them to burn out like look I'm a little older than you you need to listen to me Mm -hmm. and just calm it down you don't have to do everything manage your money it'll be all right
0: have you had any mentors is there anyone that you
2: would consider a mentor it was hard to have a mentor when I was the one blazing the trail yeah you know what I'm saying. There was no such thing as a, I didn't desire to be a YouTuber because it didn't exist. Yeah. I learned on a typewriter, an actual typewriter. You know, so when I went to college, University of Florida, Go Gators, I graduated from there.
0: Those are green. Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So when I went there, they started having computer centers. Like, okay, this is never going to work because you have to type it over here and then print it over there kind of a thing. No one had laptops and that kind of thing. And I'm like, where? how can I use my whiteout when I mess up? This is dumb. <laughs> the computers are so going to go away. Dumb, dumb. And so I was not expecting that. It's always much more fun when you kind of stumble into something. I think so. I but, think there's stumbling into it. it,
0: but then there's also identifying that you're stumbling into something. Hello. Which Be open to it. can do, yeah.
2: And I was discouraged a long time from people who love me because they understand television, they understand film, they understand that is acting and character, but when you're just talking about yourself, I'm like, oh, yeah, my mom is just, you know, she's crazy. Then. I'm talking about real people, you're talking about yourselves, and now you're putting those people on blast, and those people are upset and I had uncles like, you know, your embarrassment to the family, you know. Yeah. Because, like, I saw this video. What were you doing? You're swimming in cereal. That's stupid disgusting. <laughs> like, but if you saw that it on fun. television, then you're like, you kind of understand.
0: Like, so there was a time where you were totally yes. – you know, I'm and on And you have to go for it anyway. awesome. And people yes. around you were like, dude, what are you doing? Right. Like yeah. the people who knew me. Yeah.
2: Now the people who didn't, like this is great. They're coming up to you, taking like, pictures. they love you.
0: Right. Yeah. My mom was like, you need to stay in community college while I was still on eBay. She was like, and I did. I took a bunch <laughs> of community college classes while I was still on eBay. And it was like, at 22, I felt like I was 50 around like five-year-olds. She couldn't tell you kids, what to do. These kids were like, ha, <laughs> Lake Titicaca, like in an anthropology class. And it's yes. just
2: like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I like, was supposed to be a pharmacist. Oh, my no God. That, wow. So, so you'd you have... be such an entertaining pharmacist.
0: <laughs> Here's your drug. Oh, I know. Drug.
2: <laughs> but just like in your situation, your mom d- did not – understand ebay or didn't see that as a yeah. business or like she just want her baby to eat and be take get totally. you a nice man and get taken care of yeah. you know that kind of thing. it's like uh that's not how it's rolling this yeah. way yeah
0: i mean she was really supportive in other ways i don't want her to listen to this and think she wasn't but you know at, at first right. people are like e- but it's, ebay really. of from a place it's of really caring do with the rest of your life eBay
2: because right. <laughs> my mom was like you know, um no don't do this
0: you know videos talking to yourself home,
2: you know be a teacher you know marry somebody nice you know That kind of thing. And that's not how it is. Women, you do whatever you want. Marry a woman, marry a man, do whatever you want to
0: do. Cool. That's a good lesson. It's a good piece of advice. Speaking Mm -hmm. of advice, what would you say the best piece of advice you've ever gotten is? Some advice comes from
2: just observing. But one thing, when I moved to California, this girl said, don't believe anything anybody tells you. And I was like, she's so bitter and so, Uh like, whatever. Uh I'm like staying away from her, but I'm learning that, you know, this is a town full of people who is built on acting, which is pretending, mm-hmm. you know, and I dated a guy for like a year before I found out that wasn't his real name, you know? So, cause I was sitting there and as the mail came, I'm like, well, who's this? It's like, that's me. I'm like, Oh my God. So then you're like, what are the lies? What is going on? Who am I? You know? So you just have to be a little cautious, but I'm inspired a lot by the people who also make it? I was in a comedy club and there was people who were terrible, just awful. Mm-hmm. But they would keep coming back night after night. And I'm like, you're terrible. Just give it up. Yeah. Stop. But I would see them on television, film, now whatever, and they were making it. So mm-hmm. I had to open up. Like you, just keep doing it. Yeah. You know, if you're passionate about it, you know, someone will see that totally. and you, you might look the part as opposed to act the part. That kind yeah. of thing.
0: There's some stuff that. My husband thinks is hilarious that I don't think it's that funny. And, you know, it's My like husband don't think I'm funny at all. Oh, really? You yeah. don't laugh at me at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like everybody has, you know, different, different yes. take on things. What would you say your proudest moment has been?
2: My proudest moment, <laughs> I'm going to go with interviewing the president, President Barack Obama in the White House while he's the president because it was validation. It was validation because... <laughs> At that moment, I heard all the, you can't do it. You shouldn't do this. I can't believe this. You know, that's just stupid. You embarrassment. You know, I'm going, and now what you going to say? Now what you
0: going to say? Yep.
2: Because yep. everything you do, your ideas are dumb and stupid until you start making money or being recognized.
0: It's true, and it's kind of fucked so up. So now
2: you're a genius. See, now I'm a ge- now. Oh, that's my cousin. Oh, that's oh, you know, I know Glozell. We go way back. but before cousin. it's like I, you, know, I don't look at your stuff and blah, blah blah blah. But now you know, so I know. I go, but it, the president it, it does. It kind of,
0: it's it's a nice <laughs> thing when that happens because I've experienced some level of that. But mm-hmm. then you also have to stop and look around and be like, would these people be my friends if if I wasn't you know, doing what they thought was success. That's true. But sometimes you can't get rid of like your mama. You you know, what are you going to do? Just like have no friends. You can't really weed through that. It's just like, all right, I'll take it. This is generally positive. You know,
2: you know, hashtag girl (laughs) boss. You you are right. You're exactly right. So what's next for you? What is next for me? I am finishing up my book tour and I'm going to VidCon and then I just wait because I'm going to be a mom. August 9th is the due date of my Amazing. surrogate. My, my husband and I have a biological child through a surrogate because there's so many different ways to do it. Yeah. My green eggs is ham put together so I cool. heard. So that's the next chapter. So there'll be new. I'll try to keep everything like, you know, sweet and kind and. Oh my god, Clean.
0: you gotta get like a green outfit, or yeah.
2: What? Oh, yeah, it's a girl song. to have the little green weaves made up and green oh lipstick. Oh my
0: god, yes, oh, okay, cool.
2: <laughs> so that's the next step, and there'll be different videos and different t- challenges coming with that.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for someone who is maybe managing someone for the first time?
2: Well, I'm still going through that because I'm
0: Is that okay? Does this is yes. work,
2: it's like, Okay, now. I just came from a trip. You know, I'm like, do I take out my dirty underwear? You know, like I need her to wash the clothes and take <laughs> this out. So that is still awkward. So I go in, I put it in a separate plane. So the underwear is not in there. It is very interesting. Then I'm like, oh, okay. I, I do want to be super nice. I was on the floor not too long ago, you know, sleeping on the floor. So
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like on the floor. Right? Yeah, on the floor. Dancing?
2: Yeah. Um, so uh, nice to everybody. Totally. Plus, your employee today could be the boss tomorrow. That happens all the time. Your yeah. waitress right there that got that script, you know, writing, you know, late at night. She could sell that the next day. And so you might as well be nice
0: to her. So
1: yeah.
0: anything that happened in Hollywood. Being nice yeah. generally goes pretty far. One thing I ask of our guests mm-hmm. is if you could power brunch with any woman, <sighs> who would it be?
2: Okay, here comes the cliche. And you can roll your eyes, but I'm going to say Oprah. I'm going to say Oprah time I meet yeah. her because I have not met her. Yeah. So Oprah.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's mine too. Beyonce
2: is a second. Beyonce would not Beyonce even would intimidate second. me more. I just wanted to be able to see her with my eyes like, okay, that's it. Like, I'm uh-huh. not going to, I don't want to bother her. You know, I'm going to stay in the formation over there. Yeah. You
0: know, just drink my lemonade. Yeah. Do you have any productivity hacks? Like, how you organize yourself? Oh, well, that
2: is the number one thing that I'm terrible at. Oh, yeah? That's Means where so. the assistants come in. I'm getting better. 100%. Yeah. Cool.
0: But how in the very early I'm professional. Days.
2: Like, I'm on time. I'm usually yeah. early. I have a work ethic. You know, like, I broke my ankle and my leg. And I did the talk the next day after the surgery. Like, I'm going to do what I'm saying I'm going to do as much as I can do. Yeah. That kind of a thing. But I mean, that's a huge part of being organized. <laughs> right. I think it's just showing up. Doing stand-up, a lot of times I wasn't the funniest one. I was the one that was there. Yeah. You know, because people, especially when they start building their audience, show when they feel like showing up, the show got to go on. And so I got a lot of chances by being there.
0: I mean, I like to say just the only difference between you and the people that are doing what you want to do is that they're doing it. Hello. That's it. Okay, so something I do on this podcast every week is called Girl Boss Moments. Okay. And so I... You know, start the episode with my girl boss moment. We have our listeners tweet in and Instagram in their mm-hmm. hashtag girl boss moments, which is basically the time of your week where you felt like you were in control of your life. Um, where it could have been like I gave myself a bubble bath, mm-hmm. or I
2: bought myself some new weave.
0: I got myself a new weave, okay. or my book became a bestseller. What would you say in the last week? I mean, you've probably had a crazy week. Your book came out a week ago. Yes, was what was crazy. your girl boss moment of the week?
2: Honestly, it was. Appreciating being home. When I got home, my husband has gone to New York and he had like my favorite kabucha and some nuts by the bed and some alkaline water, the stuff that I like. So and he was gone. So that was great. Like <laughs> you know, so I got the stuff that I wanted and I could just be there, watch Game of Thrones, get caught up and just eat my nuts and, you know, drink my alkaline water. <laughs> That's so sweet. What a nice guy. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. So on that note, thank you so much for You being have been here today. amazing. Thank you. You're an inspiration to so many people, including myself. Thank you so much. And so tell us where we can find your book. Please find my
2: book. You can go to amazon.com. You can go to barnesandnobles.com and please read it, buy it, and leave me a review.
0: And it's called Is You Okay? Is
2: You Okay?
0: Yeah, let's hope you are. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank nice. you, GloZell. Thank you. <laughs> That was another episode of Girl Boss Radio. We'll be back next week with ClassPass co-founder and CEO Payal Kadakia. So please tune in. Our producer is Shara Morris. Thanks also to Kristen Weinzer, Laura Mayer, and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thanks, Liz Carey, for joining us. You can find her at the Liz Carey on Instagram. And to the band Phases for our theme song. And to my husband, Joel Jark de whose band is now called Same Animal. You can find him on Instagram at Same Animal for our interstitial jam. I'm Sophia Amoruso.